0: All right, but first up today, I've pulled uh, Councillor Lloyd Ferguson out of City Council meeting today, so uh, I want to get to him as quickly as I can, because we, we don't have him for all that long, but uh story today uh, down from Tim Hortons Field, a, a place that, of course, has created some uh, interesting stories over the last few years. A large 150-pound, apparently, speaker crashed from 100 feet up and landed in a bunch of seats. Thank heavens, thank everything above that there was no event going on at the time this happened but still uh counselor ferguson joins me now lloyd I, I mean honestly when we hear this the first thought has to be this would have been literally beyond disastrous if this had happened during an event
1: you don't even want to think about it yeah. it would have been there uh, would have fatalities for sure and uh this stuff just drives me crazy and um but uh, it is what it is now and we got to manage it and uh, so it was about a 200 pound speaker i was told and it fell probably greater than 100 feet, and it landed on a bunch of seats in a stadium. So it didn't go down the road. It actually came down inside the stadium, which, as you said, thank goodness it was empty. And uh, so we immediately got a hold of Infrastructure Ontario, who was the contracting authority on this. You may recall that when, for all the Pan Am facilities, the province insisted that Infrastructure Ontario build them. And that uh, we simply sent our money over to them and they would construct it. And they contracted out to Ontario Sports Solutions, who was the contractor, and it's just been riddled with problems. The big one being, of course, timelines. And it's late, now, and now all these lawsuits are flying around, which, you know, we would be, be a lot better to put our energy somewhere else. So, what's happened since we found out? Um, we've moved a big crane in and come in today, and tomorrow we'll stop dropping all the speakers down uh, and take a very close look at the uh, device, the coupling device that connected them onto the pole that they were mounted on but we want to check them all to make sure they're satisfactory. Uh, Infrastructure Ontario, ONSS, will be in attendance because they're the ones that specced it and built it. And uh, so we're going to hold them accountable for it, but they have to have the right to look at it too. And then we're going to go out and hire our own independent structural engineer so to analyze all these speaker detachments, in fact, anything that's up in the air, to get us comfort. There's no other problems out there. But well, it's, um, it's just terrible. Well,
0: and, and that seems to be the point, is, is, you know, without creating a ton of panic, Lloyd, I mean, how much confidence do people have when they go to a Ticat game or whatever else now that what is there is truly safe? And I mean, again, I don't want to create a, a false sense of, uh, of something, but it would be in the back of my mind if I was sitting underneath something.
1: Absolutely. I don't want to be alarmist either, but that's why we're gonna we made the decision today to go out and retain a structural expert, a forensic one that can go in and x ray all these facilities and, and get uh, give us a report, an independent report, independent of the contractor and independent of IO, that this has been uh, these these structures are safe and the public underneath them are safe. I mean as as buyers of construction services, we depend on the professional engineers to design something that's safe. We also depend on the fabricators to build in accordance with those specifications, and we, can, we trust the installer through our specifications to install them properly. Something broke down somewhere, and so what else is broke down? So we're going to get an independent agency in to give us that comfort level that everything else is safe so the public knows that.
0: Is it enough... I mean, you've been in construction for a long, long time. You're the expert in this. Is it enough? Simply, all
1: we can, It's all we can do. Is but is it
0: enough to look just at the things that are above your head, or is it? does it actually have to be a bigger project? Do you have to look at a lot of different... Because, Lloyd, when you walk through the concourses, I mean, you're talking about things that are above your head out in the open, but if you walk through the concourse, there's a lot of things above your head. Does it have to be a bigger project?
1: Anything that could fall, we're going to take a look at. So the TV stand uh, that are mounted to the ceilings, um, we're going to take a look at anything that could hurt anybody. uh, We have to. And quite frankly, it's all you can do. In the construction industry, we're required, I think it's every two years, to uh, x-ray all our crane equipment because it lifts things in the air to make sure they're safe. So there's technology out there that can it can x-ray and, and check the stuff to make sure welds are appropriate and make sure that there's no, nothing failing, no cracks appearing, because it will show up on these these uh, x-rays and these analysis. But we have to give the public comfort that that stadium is safe. And, you know, our director told me today, our director of facility says he, he believes it is, but we need a third party to tell us that now. And, and we're putting this all back on the contractor. I mean, this thing is still clearly under warranty. And, uh, you know, there's just been a multitude of problems from late to deficiencies and, you know, subcontractors not getting paid. And, and But this stuff happens in construction once in a while, and we have to manage it appropriately. But, you know, you're right, because you imagine if a game was on, and we think that's when those speakers would have their biggest load, because speakers can shake when they're uh, sure. under high pressure, and that would make it more vulnerable for failure, but it didn't then, thank goodness. But the public can be assured we'll have every one of those speakers down before the first game and check them to make sure they're satisfactory.
0: From the city's perspective, and I mean, listen, we we went through the whole tobogganing thing. We went, we've gone through a lot of things because of a, a legitimate fear of lawsuits and of, of those kind of things. Can the city be comfortable? Can you be comfortable that when the Ticats hold their first preseason game next Friday... I mean, will you be comfortable letting everybody in there knowing what's happened today or are you going to be a little nervous?
1: Uh, It depends what the experts tell me after they see what they find when they lower the the balance of these speakers down and take a look at their mounting brackets.
0: Yeah, I don't... Sorry, go ahead.
1: No, and and quite frankly, in exhibition games, you know, there may be... I'm not sure the stadium will be full. I, I haven't checked the uh, ticket sales yet. But hopefully, if there is any question whatsoever, we'll simply ribbon those seats off and, until we can get them all
0: checked. One more thing before I let you go, because I know you have to get back into I a I have meeting. to get back to
1: a council meeting.
0: Yeah, uh, very quickly, is, the, is IO, is Infrastructure Ontario not the group, not the the organization that is a, a presumably going to be behind the LRT when it gets built? Well,
1: Metrolinx and, uh, and IO, Metrolinx is going to lead it, but they're both provincial agencies that' a uh, good question
0: yeah there we go and I know you've been a supporter of it but still it's uh, I mean they've had their issues Lloyd I'll let you get back into the meeting but thank you for the time tonight
1: anytime any Scott